The following Pulpery podcast is brought to you by The Goddamn Sauce. Go to thegdsauce.com for details to order all the sauces to replace your ordinary condiments. Welcome to the Pulpery Nerdcast with Brock and Ben. This podcast is where we discuss the nerd culture headlines that intrigue us and those minor details that enrage us. We're not doing Barbenheimer. Nope, still haven't seen that, although the child has been begging. That thing, sorry, the Barbie movie. One billion dollars at the box office. It is so polarizing. We may get to that, but yeah. we're not. There's not going to be. See, actually, where yeah, it should be Barbie nomics. When when we, when we finally see it, we can put it in the politics cast because so we can shit on Ben Shapiro. Correct, <laughs> and everybody else. Anyway, and Matt Gates. The second half of that, the Heimer <coughs> part. The Heimy part. Um, <laughs> fuck that movie was good. Yeah. Really, really, really good. Well, and and yes, I mean, let's just, it, it was let's long. Let's just but pause and talk about Christopher Nolan for a second, because I mean, we we got to see, and I, I we always end up coming back to Kubrick anyway, but we got to, I mean, really, we got to see Kubrick at the end. Like correct. I think the only one I really I got to see in the theaters that wasn't on a re-release was Eyes Wide Shut. You might have been able to see Full Metal Jacket. I don't know. I'm but, trying to think if I sold Full Metal. I think I did at like a dollar theater. Yeah. So, and that that idea of like you're the people who enjoyed his movies going in and saying, oh, I mean, like, well, what's he going to do this time? And so expectations are high with Christopher Every Nolan. Every single time. And he surpasses expectations. And I was slightly worried because he went with a biography, which yeah. can go wrong in so, so many, so many ways. Just look at everyone that's ever been done. But the way he structures movies and that fucking music... That I sounds like I it's winding <laughs> up, but it doesn't. It's just repeating itself, but it gives the yeah. illusion of that. Um, by the way, there's like a 30-minute thing on YouTube where you can just listen to that music. Ooh. It's just like that constant anxiety, but it's in all of his movies. That would like get me hyped up like really well, though. I did it at work <laughs> once and like 10, 12 minutes in. I just, <laughs> my anxiety went through the roof or something. And I think that's when I went down the rabbit hole of yeah. the way his music works. And I went, fuck, it makes perfect sense. <laughs> but yeah, he and his casting is always on point and the writing is always on point. Well, like I said, I think we were in this movie at some point. Yeah. Like I, in I the think, background. I, I think I have an uncredited part in that yeah. movie. Dude, so many people. And then, like, the last 20 minutes, like, oh, look, here's Remy Malik, And he's going to fucking crush it, too. And we, oh, ha- we have we're even... just going to drop Gary Oldman in on you. In full prosthetics. I don't want that crybaby to be back in here. <laughs> and he's like this, this southern guy, right? And then yeah, ev- yeah. eventually, right, That's he had that crazy draw. I don't know what that was. Midwestern Southern, yeah. Is that what that was? Yeah, Truman's from... Uh, or middle of Missouri. That's what I was going to so, say. Yeah. I'm sorry. But still, it was southern, midwest. Yeah. Perfect. 
yeah, he was going fine, fine, fine. And then he was just like, do you think we basically, I'm summarizing this. We're I jumping give, to the end. I right. give a fuck yeah. about anything? Okay, sorry. We were talking about all the actors. Um, all right. Selen Murphy? Because Christopher calls him Killian. I think both work, yeah. Right. I'm not whatever he is. I'm not knocking it, but it's, yeah, it's one of those, you know, Gaelic, Celtic, Irish okay, names. that's what so, I thought. Yeah. Um, There's like five different pronunciations depending on where you're at. Dude went, he, he, <laughs> he walked that line to uh, Bale and the Machinist. Yeah. Like he was super close. And Robert Downey Jr. was like, that dude ate like a cracker and a strawberry every day or something. <laughs> And then chain smoked the whole time. Because he really smokes in real life. So that yeah. dude's fucking chain smoking while recording, filming a three hour biopic. Yeah. This motherfucker is so good. Yeah. Well, and it's one where I think in his career, you know, you, you've seen him in, I mean, whether it was like 28 days later or whatever, you go, like, oh, that guy's good. Played the scarecrow and the Batman. Yeah, movies. and again, there was, and he played that perfect, like this, like overconfident, psychotic person. Right. But then he played the reserve, like billionaire's father, and in, uh, Inception. Yeah, and and oh, I forgot about yeah. that. Yeah, yeah, and um, if you. Blinders. Yeah, I was gonna say if if you haven't gotten into that, um, I'm about halfway through the first season. Yeah, I think that's the first one where he like truly. Or, I mean, he's in the starring role, starring right. starring yeah. role. Yeah. Um, and Jesus, so many people have like, been in that show too. Yeah, I think we might be in season <laughs> six or something. Yeah. Fuck, where the Americans that show up like right? Where can you get a beer? Um, and then like cut their throats. <laughs> um, but this like. I never thought of him as like a method style actor. I, I don't know if he is or not, but like I think like, I read something where he he wasn't like walking around as Oppenheimer, yeah. but like he wanted to get the mannerisms, yeah, yeah. correct, and, and to get yourself gaunt like right, Oppenheimer exa- exactly, was. Like, but not like he didn't Daniel Day Lewis. I haven't read yeah. anything, you know, like he did not do that. <laughs> yeah, like I'm living out in the world. <laughs> right, or I like, built my own atomic bomb right. to prepare for this. Exactly. exactly. <laughs> I moved out to Los Alamos and built a fucking bomb. No. Um, I I don't know where to start. From his childhood, dude was... I I don't... Troubled? Yeah. Could you imagine being that smart? Well, in in the fight, I mean, going into the... The biographies and stuff, and they do point it out in the movie, which I was glad about it, was that one of his, he was always criticized, like his math, he wasn't good at math. No, he was good at theorizing, Theor- yeah. which is why he kept the mathematicians around it, which right. is another, I went, how the fuck, I'm going to tell you, and then you're going to write the equation. <laughs> right. Like, I'm going to give you the idea. Right. And 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 they 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 do hit on it. But obviously, it's not the theme of the movie. No. But, um, I, you know, he came up with a theory of dark stars, black holes. Right. And then it took, like, you know, 40 years for them to 
not only like to work out the math and then to be able to prove the math right via observations and shit so it's like but you just like one day he's like well you know oh when a star dies this is what happens and then right. it's going to keep doing this and this and this and then you know 40 years down the line after he's dead like oh he was totally right completely right yeah exponentially it's just gonna keep going yeah the whole burn the atmosphere thing scared the fucking shit out of me <laughs> and like you don't think about that but yeah it's a it's a never ending series of oh yeah where fuck I had it and I lost it sorry yeah. we don't need to get into scientific stuff the wife the wife was like I didn't understand any of the math stuff it's like you didn't really need to no was, but yeah I mean that's where like yeah you get into a biography of it Right. It, it helps, you know, at least the layman's terms of it. Yes. Makes sense. And of I it. knew enough about all of that. Math is... Yeah. Math is my strong suit. It is definitely not English. <laughs> the English language... Or just language. Language in general. <laughs> Correct. Yes. Um, but yeah, so I, I really enjoyed the, the, the kid part. Right. Like everybody not making fun of him, but they were. Yeah. Um... And him having to fight through that. But then, who was the one who told him to go to, basically, to Germany? Who was that? Uh, the Kenneth Branagh character? Yes. Uh, Niels Bohr. Okay. When he told him to yeah. go see Heisenberg. Is that who he saw? Yeah. And... And then, our, I, I, I forget the university, but, yeah, I mean, where, where he ends up getting his PhD. Correct. Um, it was in... The south of Germany. Yeah. <laughs> That's all I remember. Yeah. I can't remember the name of the town. But at any rate, yeah, him telling him to go there. And then I didn't realize he basically traveled the world and picked all of the greatest scientists in all of these countries' minds and then came back and the military went, we need you. Well, but, I mean... <laughs> and we haven't even gotten into the political aspect of it yet. Well, but the, I mean... That part is true in, like, what is, is, you know, ultimately, or not ultimately, I should say, because there's tons of fascinating shit about him. But it was that, like, yeah, he went around the world, and this is when, like, America was looked as just a bunch of dumbasses. Exactly. And the Germans were the top. Yep. And he was like, well, I'm going to go learn from them, and then I'm going to come back. And I'm going to be the smartest gonna, man in the room, literally. Well, and I'm going to build the United States into... A, where you know a theoretical physics, chemistry, all yeah. that powerhouse, which he did at Caltech. And what was the one? We don't need to get into the, <laughs> the minutia of it all. Um, yeah, but it, it, we'll talk about it in the next, next half about the political aspect of it. Sure, yeah. I had no fucking clue in Florence Pugh, and I promise I won't go down a hole with her. Oh, that sounded dirty. I promise I will not go on a tangent about Florence Pugh. Um, Robert Downey Jr. Immaculate. I'm sorry. Like, he blew me away with that. Yeah, because, you know, everybody's seen, like, I we know him from, like, less than zero, right? And all of those, I'm going to be on cocaine movies. Yeah. I really am on cocaine. And then he was Iron Man. It's always been his Iron Man. For yeah. a vast majority of human beings. What what I loved about the way he played his character is that he, in like the first half, he draws you in. Yes. 
and you, you know you're like oh like he, oh look he, he supports him he right. does this and then he turns into like Tony Stark yes. in the second half of being you know like nobody fucks with me I do this and, and I love how it all came back to he made fun of him it was like Obama and Trump <laughs> yeah that's exactly what happened he started his villain arc <laughs> and I can't say spoiler alert because if you know you know yeah um, and if you don't it doesn't matter to the grand scheme of things um, yeah fantastic <laughs> you, you, one more thing Matt Damon if you're listening <clears throat> I need you playing a mustached <laughs> mustachioed mustachioed yeah um Hard slightly ass. meathead leader yeah. CEO president general football coach football, any <laughs> anything of that nature that's what I need you playing for the rest of your fucking life I don't need you beating people up or you know going to Mars I need you playing that character forever well if he'd had a mustache on Mars that would have been better yeah, because he was just a scientist at that yeah. point. So, yeah, yeah, you could have done that um, as well. So keep that up. Please, please keep that up. Another thing is I was, and I, of course I'm not, but every time he said his rank, yeah, I kept looking at his shoulder because I'm a military kid. And I was like, Colonel, one star. And then at some point he got a second star and I went, he got a second star. Yeah. Because they kept jumping up. Yeah, yeah, when he, or at least the guy he was playing, when he was put in, they had to make him a brigadier general. Correct. In order to have him run that program. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. The old man had multiple stars on his chest, too, and shoulders. So, and I like it when he said, I built the Pentagon, so they figured I was good enough to build this. If you can say, That's true. I built the Pentagon, you can do anything you want. He, and and the the real life guy did it under time and under budget, which is why they were like, oh, you you did, it. but what the? It's the Pentagon. It's not like he built a high rise or anything. <laughs> like that thing has multiple fucking levels. It's built like it is for, well, multiple reasons. Correct. Yeah. We just stop there. But uh, but then what? Like the Manhattan Project? With I mean, they said the number. It was like two over two billion dollars. We have been making some changes here at Pulpery. We've shortened our episodes to 30 minutes so you can catch everything we say on the drive home, on a lunch break, or at any other time. We've added video to our repertoire and we are expanding our social media presence. So check us out on YouTube and smash that subscribe button and use the likes. You can get our socials from the link in our bio and be on the lookout for our new politics cast. If you need a change for your taste buds, go to thegdsauce.com and change the way you think about the way you eat. From their signature goddamn sauce to their ghost pepper sauce, they have everything you need to rethink condiments. Help support an independent business by getting rid of your same old condiments and boss up with the goddamn sauces. So what did we leave off? The Communist Party? Great. <laughs> Okay, so this is where I became confused, all right? And I'm not a history buff. Well, I mean, I am a history buff, but I don't know. I slept through history because I'm a fucking idiot. Now I wish I listened. Um, my kids, not so much. Well, uh, 
I get that all the time. Like people going, I wish I paid more attention. Straight. Like, and yeah. I read shit tons of books now. So yeah. there was a underground communist party in this country during that time. So explain it, to me that we're going to get into a, just a touch of politics. It's, that was my biggest question throughout the whole thing. Well, I'll... Because Florence Pugh. I'll try and keep it short. So the... Um, uh, and I only bring... How do I put this? Why you think the only reason I bring this up is because it that is what ultimately ended him. Yeah. So the... Well, and, and this is to... And it, it, it's actually fun because I'm going to be able to teach it properly should, this yeah, year. Yeah, good. Because... So what what you normally hear about the Red Scare is right. It, what and there's people like McCarthy who went after the wrong people. Um, oh, imagine that we're still yeah. not doing that today. <laughs> so, but yeah, there was um, the the American Communist Party was uh, a real thing. Yeah, and 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 not and not in the way that uh, we think of the GOP and now or well, not even that like just, not even the way that you would think of. You know, or, or the way that there was a communist party back in like you know the early 1900s, which right. was you know going for more Marxist ideals. Whereas this one was, they actually believed they they were in that belief that the United States should be a part of like the Soviet Union, and so mm. the Soviet Union was able to tap those people as like sleeper agents, right? Um, and which so, you will see in the movie, yeah. But like that's that a big sh- deal in the yeah. movie. Like I had no fucking clue. That shit was legit, and uh-huh. those are the type of people that McCarthy should have been going after, not you know Jewish screenwriters, uh, you Come know, on. who who you know went to a meeting because they were you know trying to score with a chick or something. Um, that's but, exactly they're yeah. trying to fit in. But like that, um, the dude he hands his kid off to. I forget the. Chef- yeah, Chevalier. Chevalier. Yes. Like that guy was literally an agent of the Soviet Union. Right. Now, his like, brother was borderline too. Yeah, and and the thing was was that they weren't operating on all the information either. They were thinking, you know, the Soviet Union. They were being fed the propaganda, so they were thinking the Soviet Union was this functioning communist. Because right, they weren't there getting proper. Yeah. It's not like they could get online and read yeah. a meme. That they were, yeah, and like they didn't know about the pogroms and yeah. shipping people out to Siberia, the mass genocide of Jewish people, so on and so forth. They they were only concerned with like workers' rights and they're being fed propaganda. Yeah, unions was another yeah. huge thing that I didn't realize in this. Yeah, so the unionizing scientists. Well, yeah, and, and or, educators um, and yeah, yeah. What's the word? Uh, educators isn't the college word. professors. Academics. Yeah. So, well, and that's why, you know, in and around the Red Scare, people would, unionizing was equated with communism. Communism, right. And then, but there, there's the part that we, you know, that everybody knows, and it seems like this flimsy kind of thing, but there's this darker subtext to it. That actually was was a legit scare, but it was more, yeah, people were being fed lies to believe that, you know, they should work for the Soviet Union as these sleep rates, but like the Rosenbergs were, were that. Right. Yeah. And they showed that in this, the whole point of that was they showed, and I had that question since I walked out the, yeah. the movie theater for you. Um, yes, it plays a huge, 
a bigger role in this movie than you would think. Good. Like well, it, it. Well, that tribunal legit right. happened and, in a fucking closet. Yeah. In a room about this size. There's a, a PBS did a really good reenactment of that with uh, David Strathain. As oh the, right, because they actually have the fucking minutes. Yeah. Not even the minutes. The fucking yeah. record. But I like this admitted to the record. But the PBS special is just David Strathane as Oppenheimer, and there's nobody else on screen, and it's just him being awkward as fuck, trying to answer these questions and stuff. But so, do they have the other people in the room, on the couch? I wonder. In the PBS one, no. In real life. Uh, yeah, I mean, I you know, they, it was supposed to be this informal because it was about a security clearance, right. but then they That's turned it into. A, a fucking a show trial yeah that's yeah. exactly what it was yeah behind closed doors which you know it's but you know Again, that goes back yeah. to the dark undertones I could kind of right. believe it but then Poppy the, was the Rosenbergs didn't help anything either correct so correct but I did cause my the other question was well what happened to him after all of this went down and he basically just went downhill Right, like they said, he didn't work again. No, I mean, you know, he he did interviews trying to get out there about the dangers of using yes. yep. atomic weapons. But as Basically, you saw in the he movie, was advocating yeah. for at the end of the movie, yeah. which is why they blacklisted him. Yeah, that, that that's what it comes down to. And yeah. they used his communist ties. I mean, sim- as the similar to the Orioles organization, you don't talk bad about. <laughs> oh my God! Do you like how I brought that one in? Yeah. Okay, no, just, we no we can't. Real quick, real quick. When I saw that headline, all right, and then I listened to the clip. I went, "This yeah. is satire, right? There's nothing wrong with what yeah. you said." And then I took a deeper dive and went, "Are you? Oh, fuck that's yeah. why you're the Orioles." Yeah. All right, move on. Same so, thing happened to Oppenheimer. I mean, yes. he creates, he, he turns America into the mightiest won, power in the world. He won the war. Yeah. Ba- and then. Basically. Yeah. Eh, you can argue one way or another. He. Uh, That's a longer discussion, but yeah. Yeah, we, won't, we don't have time for that at all. Um, but, well, I mean, Gary Oldman said he won the war. Yeah. But then, well, exactly. Yeah. Well, and, and that part is true, is that Truman is the one that the decision ultimately comes down to. Correct. And Truman is historically remembered as a one and there is the record of it and going like no we're, we're we're going to do this yeah and i mean there's a whole plethora of other reasons but for he's that. still but, considered yeah. like a good good old truman huh depending on who you talk to yeah but yeah i mean that's everybody but yeah. i mean everything is world war ii buffs yes yeah. yeah or american world war ii buffs sure okay um, <laughs> thank you for clarifying yeah. <laughs> if i was a japanese world war ii buff then i would yeah. Anyway. Okay. So, <laughs> I, I wasn't expecting a a political. I mean, I was expecting the whole like he had to live with that the rest of his life. Yeah. And of course, it ate at him. It ate at him from as a kid. You didn't expect to it to be such a saucy political. Correct. Yeah. I didn't expect an hour after the bomb went off. Yeah. I was like, wow, that was three hours. The bomb went off already. What the fuck? And then it was like <laughs> Christopher Nolan went, oh no no. Oh no. Hold, Hold, hold my beer. Yeah. Well, yes, please. <laughs> Here you go. Well, now we're getting into the good fucking stuff. Um, but you don't realize that. And again, it's, it, some people are just going to go see it because it's Christopher Nolan, <clears throat> and it's a good movie, and everybody loves it, blah, blah, blah. Some people are going to go see it like we did and go, fuck. Like, I, I want to know what he was thinking. This And he was... 
neurotic, to say the least. Oh, yeah. I, I can't imagine being in his brain. I can't imagine being his wife. Well, I mean, not not the sole reason, but part of the reason she was an alcoholic. Sure. Well, I there mean, were things... Talk, leading, a, talk about two bad parents. Uh, talk <laughs> about a toxic relationship. And they were together until they died, right? Yeah. 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 Kids. Well, I, you know, you I mean, to get deep into the character of, of Oppenheimer, you're talking about, like you said, like an, an insanely intelligent individual who's also in an industry, at least leading up to the war in which Jewish people... Yeah. So he's hiding, he's, he typically hides his, it's why it's J, I forget what the J stands for. It's not John. He, he says it doesn't stand for anything. Yeah. Um, but it's uh, from, I should remember from my research on him, my reading about him, but it, I know it's a very... Um, Jewish yeah, name. Yeah, Hasidic name. You know. hey, that's better than Jewish. I sound um, like an ignorant human being but like or, or like a dead giveaway let's just say that and that's okay. why it's yeah. like j robert oppenheimer um robert yeah i always felt weird when they called him robert and if they oppie <laughs> fucking christ but i hated that but i get it oppenheimer's yeah. mouthful but uh, you know that's the thing is i mean i'm surprised nobody has tried to tackle this before that, exactly i don't that, think you could though well, in that, no, I mean, you now look at it and be like, Nolan's the only, the only one. one. Yeah. Because Everybody else would have done it linear, yeah. right? Like, this is his life. Right. Which, no. Well, and like I said, is that there's all these um, supporting characters. Yeah. But they do, like, other than the key people. But even Matt Damon's character, other than a couple of throwaway lines. Yeah. There's no backstory on him. No, he's just the guy in charge. Yeah. He's the guy who built the Pentagon yeah. under budget, and that's who they put in charge. The only backstory is on Oppenheimer. Right. You don't get the backstory on either any of the other scientists. Not his mistress, not his wife. No. Like, right. You just they're just know there. They're there. Like, yeah. Do you see his kids? Yeah, you no, do. The baby. Yeah. The baby. But that's it. Yeah, but they don't They don't go into no. the effect nope. he has on his like, None of that. And I get that. Or, like, you know, I get where audiences are so... And they might be jarred by that. But, like, I mean, that's such a... Not only a Nolan thing, but, like... I mean, that's what, like, Kubrick would have done. Like, look, I'm just focused on this I mean, fucking look at person. All of the Shining, it was all about Jack. Yeah. Even Space Odyssey. Yeah. Like, they had all these people moving in and out, but it was him. him. Yeah. And, and the machine. Yeah. Like, all of... Eyes wide shut. It was... Tom Cruise. Right. Yeah. Full Metal Jacket, you had all of this shit going on, and it was Matthew, Matthew Modine, Modine, who was also in this movie. That's right. <laughs> Damn it. Everybody's in this movie. Yeah. But it... And they all nailed their part, whether they were on screen for... Well, don't get me started on Matthew Modine. I love that dude. But, so do um, I. Who doesn't? Yeah. Uh, no, way. like, no, I'm not going to get off on that tangent. No, no, no. Because we only got about the two minutes left, but... The one thing I did want to say is that what I think, what I absolutely loved about this movie, and it made me, it took me back to the early 2000s, late 90s, and made me realize, like, I really fucking miss movies that have, like, a social message to yes. it. Yes. 
And, you know... People stop doing that. Yeah. I, I don't, like, are they too scared? Yes. Or is, is it the studios going like, no, you can't do that, but because Christopher Nolan's got carte blanche to do whatever the I fuck mean, he wants. I mean, whatever her name is who did... Bar, uh, that, did, that was not derogatory. But the, uh, the female Greta who Gerwig, did... Greta Gerwig, wasn't it? Is that, is that who it was? That's who it yeah, was? I think it is, yeah. Who directed Barbie? Yeah. That makes sense. Yeah. Maybe. I'd have to double check on it. Doesn't matter. But it's either the, her or, or one other person. And I haven't seen the movie, but apparently it triggered a whole bunch of people because there were those undertones. Yeah. It wasn't just Barbie and Ken. It yeah. was the whole bunch They're of They're actually others. trying to make a social commentary exactly. on Exactly. Yeah. Uh, the only movies that do that these days, cartoons. Yeah. Straight up. Cartoons. But like with this is that there, I mean there's I you know, there's the obvious thing of nuclear annihilation. Sure. Which is still a threat. But the yeah. overall ideal I got from it was, and it's very apropos with everybody's fear about AI and whatever, is that when technology is not in the proper hands. Correct. It or can you don't cause truly understand infinite it. chain reactions. For, well, that was the theme from the jump. Yeah. From the jump. Actually, even with Downey Jr.'s character. Like, yeah. He starts something and then he can't stop nope. it. And exactly, it gets because internalized of one, with all because of one yeah. thing. He got his feelings hurt, and then it it evolved. Well, and, and then shit. I know. I know we don't have enough time. Well, I, and I I did want to just go see the movie. Mention, yeah, in that Alden Emmerich, Han Solo. Yeah, he plays the audience in that movie. Like when he finally realizes everything, and he's. The following Pulpery podcast is brought to you by The Goddamn Sauce. Go to thegdsauce.com for details to order all the sauces to replace your ordinary condiments. Pulpery is a privately produced podcast by Brock Ryder and Ben Grimmie on social media and photography by Beck Ryder. Original music by the Heisenberg Compensators.